TNE Network. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Jared, how are you doing? I'm pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. Troy Carter, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm feeling very mellow. It's you guys are putting off a mellow vibe. It's, it's leaking into me. I think it's <laughs> leaking out of you. I think it may be because of this album. It's yeah. a mellow album. You know, did you when's the last time you rolled this thing? Uh well, I rolled it couple times because we're gonna talk about it but, but uh i i listen to wilco quite often and uh, have a lot of wilco mixes it was nice to go back and listen to the full album right yeah i uh this was the first wilco album i ever bought was being there oh wow and i i in i was living in yellowstone and this kid that played guitar turned me on to sunvolt mm-hmm it's like, oh, you should check out Sunvolt. You kind of fit your voice and fit like the way you like to play guitar, that kind of folky, countryfied twangy. But he's like, but you also like you know, suicidal tendencies <laughs> and weird shit like that. He's like, I think you dig it. Yeah. And uh, so that was my first That's introduction. Jeff Tweedy in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking weird. But um, the first time I saw them, so I'd, I'd purchased this album and I didn't have Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I think I had summer teeth and this album maybe am at the time and i saw them they played bumper shoot like at fucking 12 o'clock in the morning <laughs> in broad daylight in broad daylight yeah and right before they it was like them then sonic youth and i don't even remember who the headliner was that day was it this tour the being there tour uh or was it, in the 2000s? it was it was actually yankee hotel fox oh, okay. tour it was when they were filming that movie when oh, yeah. like when everything went to yeah, shit is that the same year public enemy played like 2001, two, three, somewhere in there. It's, 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 yeah, it's in, yeah. Wilco, it's in there. I mean, it wasn't no, the same night. Yeah. But they, yeah, back when it was like 30 bucks. Yeah, and they and for four days. <laughs> and you'd see every band. There was like, yeah. yeah, that was. But they they blew the fucking doors off the place. They yeah. they were just great. And, and Kathy was not a fan, and I drug her there, and she's been a Bam, fan yeah, since some, that day. Some bands you just have to see live to get fully the idea we're talking about Wilco and we're talking about their second album being there because that's what we do on the show Chris we talk that's about right. second albums that's right I yeah. know that I know that well, I know that <laughs> everybody knows that I love that? that I love the addition of sound effects this is the first time I've been here with the sound effect board this is pretty cool oh son of well, a bitch <laughs> um I don't ever remember seeing them live, but I get the idea that they're a great live band and that some of these songs evolve, um, and especially this oh, being their sure. second album to where, I mean, the career is still on the rise, never hitting 
like the number one billboard chart and it's in front of everybody's face. It's kind of like, like maybe a grassroots or if you know, you know, sort of, uh, sort of vibe to the band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a solid touring theater band, which is like, honestly, probably the best job in rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. And what the fuck with that stadium bullshit. You make a nice, solid, upper middle class living. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you get to play all the cool venues, yeah. right? You get you to get play to those... the Moor, the yes. Marimore, the, all the yes. theaters you'd want to play in. Like, nobody all wants to Moors. play. Nobody wants to play in the Moors. climate pledge. <laughs> yeah, fuck no. that. The Although I did, Dome. I did see Jack White in the in Climate Pledge, and it was much better than Wamu. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't go because I was like, "Fucking Climate Pledge." <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, it, so they they do a good job. They like lock it down, so they they have all this. So they built it. So they got the dampers that come down. I did take the kids to Billie Eilish there. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. Which one's that now? The old key. Yeah. yeah. The, the old new key. The old new key. Yeah. Did it all for the I, all for I just said it's better than Wamu. But okay. Wamu's Wamu like was a, no prize. Like a giant tin can. Where I like, never Whoa. understood why he always liked playing. Like the first time I ever saw the White Stripes was at the Wamu. Before. I don't even think it was the Wamu then. It was something else. It was, yeah, it was like playing in a warehouse yeah. sound wise. And with his fucking sonic rage, yeah, I don't know it's why just he garbage. Wants to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. Climate pitch was good. All right. Heard it here first. Climate pledge is good. It's good. Well, all right. <laughs> Not better than the more. Better mm-hmm. than the key was. We'll put that's got to be better than the Tacoma Dome. Yeah, it's better. Way yeah, better. Tacoma than Dome, that. I think, is on the. But Wilco the is not in danger of ever having to play the Tacoma Dome. No, because they are a mature band. So right. uh, I think this is a a good sign. Because last uh, last time I was here to discuss Metallica. <laughs> It was wow. just full, full of angry rage, and I think I, yeah. I, I, I still <laughs> you, have the you have sketch. Other sides to you, I still, around here somewhere, I still have the sketch you did of the uh, album cover uh, while we were talking. <laughs> it's archived. Yeah, so this it's is archived more of the archives. This is more of a. I've, since I've since then, I've turned fifty one. So that wow. was fifty when we discussed. Just, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think you were forty nine. I might have been forty nine. Like, that was I like think. two and a half, three years. I think you were ago. in your forties. Yeah, I was in my forties. I uh, think that's the first one. If you go back into our back catalog, uh, when you hit sort under Spotify or any of the mm. other providers, go to oldest, and I believe Ride the Lightning with Troy Carter. Oh, is, is he hovering the on the bubble one. right now? Because if I post another one, it bumps him out. Right? That's right. Is there no, a he's finite the first. number? You no, know, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, there's not a finite oh, number. We're past it. We're past those days of only being able to show 50. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, me. technically, we could show the whole catalog, but, no, you know. Come on. I like it. Are you trying to get canceled? Is that, we're, not, we're not getting canceled. We're not getting canceled today because that would be... That's fucked up. Yeah. talking about <laughs> Let's get into this album because this right. is a right. long one. Track. We're gonna be talking over yeah. this thing, obviously. <laughs> when I roll it, I'm gonna roll it, and then we'll just we'll pop pot it down when we got to say something. But it's a double album. I I failed to mention, talk, by the way. and it came out in October. Oh of yeah, 96. okay. Some real some real quickies. Give, give me the the deets. This one's released uh, March 28th, 1995. Um, Wilco is the name of the what? band. Being there is the name of the album. Wait, you don't have 95 on this? I don't know. I trust you. Okay, all right. Um, Wilco, you know what it means? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Army we'll Radio comply. Talk. Yeah, exactly. we'll comply. I will comply. So they, uh, Roger, Wilco. Wilco. Yes, Roger, Wilco. That's, you always hear those together. Reprise Records is who puts it, this out. And Reprise did not want to put out a double album. 
they wanted to put out a double album with all this material. That's why it's like 77 minutes or so. Um, and uh, so there was a little bit of negotiation. And Jeff decides, I want to put out all this material, but we'll sell it as a single album, cost-wise, seventeen ninety-five, yeah. instead of charging the thirty bucks for the doubles that were starting to happen around this time. At financial at financial cost to the band will go. I they say he, but I imagine the <laughs> other ones too lost uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, the number because... I saw was like six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. like, no. So you know, but hey, the, the next sentence was. But Jeff Tweedy was satisfied. He was fine with it. <laughs> because that's in hindsight. Right. You know, what a, what a bad thing to have that your second album does a little bit better than you thought it was going to, or anybody did. Yes. Um, this one did pretty well. Uh, none of it's going to the, you know, to what, what was it was called? It was critically acclaimed. Why can you be looking at us with all that fucking familiarity? Oh, it's all thumbs tonight. <laughs> all thumbs. Top of the pops. Is where it hasn't ended up. But this, right. this thing is... is did exactly what it should do for a second album. Hell yeah. And I have to correct you so the nerds don't beat us up. It was October 29th, 1996. Oh, shit. The recording, I think you had the recording. Maybe I got the recording. Took, took a while. Well, they and they recorded it fairly quickly after um, there were some separations from the original lineup yeah. uh, off of their first album. Yeah. Which is a theme for this band. Until, until we get to... Nils and the the current yeah, lineup has been together lineup, almost twenty years now. So yeah, yeah. That, that that's also a question. So I was wondering this afternoon, like, what is the cl- the big air quotes classic lineup of Wilco? I think <laughs> I think the only thing you can say is uh, Jeff and George Stewart. Like those are the only the, two, the OGs. Yeah, the OGs. There there is no because even John. even I was thinking about it driving down here. It's like I cannot. Yeah. John, is it John? Yeah, John, John Sturt, I got the bass player. The bass player, dude. I don't even know how you say it. Sturat, Sturat, Sturatio, Sturatio, Sturatzenberg. <laughs> it's fucking stage name. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think during, uh, which maybe speaks to like the double album will just take the cost. Is like Jeff Tweedy's obsessive drive to have perfection while he was also like doing pain pills and <laughs> right. smoking weed, like just. I read that he quit smoking weed before making this album. And that's, this album? Yeah. No. Well, maybe he did. But the in the documentary where they, they follow Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, yeah, yeah. Oh. that's where he's back he's on the pills or big time. whatever. And yeah. It wasn't Jay making him throw up in the yeah. middle of that session. Yeah. No. no. Rest in peace, Jay Bennett. Right, yeah, he was great, but he was also like fucking seemed like they were cats and dogs. They well, they were like star-crossed lovers because they were both kind of the the same. They both were too creative to work together, basically. Yeah, he was a lot because he had all these ideas. Well, you know, it's kind of Jeff's band, you know. So it's like he tells him in the movie, "There's like circle can only have one center." Yeah, and uh, it's kind of like the story of Sumble too, which I think. Yeah. Yeah, he can't be in a band with a guy named Jay. Yeah, two chiefs, one tribe doesn't work. But I did see Jay Bennett play uh, in the Bumbershoot. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would have been his. Wow, so the record. Damn. It was during their turmoil. But yeah, I don't know. The original lineup, is that the question? Yeah. The original lineup. Well, what is the (laughs) classic lineup? Yeah, I think it's just, I think we're in it, you know, like uh, Nels and uh, Glenn are I mean, they're real close to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, those guitar solos. And you can the, never let if he lets Nels go out of that band. It's time to worry about Jeff back on the pills 
and yeah. somebody needs to go <laughs> go see bills. after him. Yeah, I'll watch that guy an entire concert. I'll stand on that side of the stage, <laughs> yeah. literally, just to watch his hands. He, yeah, he's got blessed fingers. Well, let's get into. But that. he's not. On he's this not record. on this record. But if you hear a piano or a keyboard of any sort, that's Jay yeah. Bennett. Because until this point, there was nobody in Wilco that could play the piano. Uh, that's right. Favorite Wilco song, first track on the record. All right. Get this out of the way and misunderstood. Any second. You can see a Yankee Hotel Foxtrot from here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. This is the transition point from like AM. They're starting to do this, and this is. AM was a little bit Uncle Tupelo's next record, you know? Yeah. And this has Uncle Tupelo tracks on it, but Uh, I would say. They're branching out, though. But they're starting to. piano and organ on there. This is, I think, I mean, it's quintessential Wilco. And Jeff Tweedy is a poet. Yeah, yeah. He's just a poet. And when you get it, like, I love all the sonic stuff that happens, mm-hmm. but when it's just stripped down and that, like, I mean, you could name every line off this thing. So back in your old neighborhood, the cigarettes it taste so like, good. Like, what a line. So misunderstood. They're, and they're all over this. Can only be from the guy who brought you American Aquarium Drinker. That's like Hubcap Diamond Star <laughs> Halo. You know, we were listening to T Rex earlier. I'm like, it's a special guy that could pull that off. Yeah. I'm a real sucker for like that Hammond organ, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big. Well, uh, yeah, I guess the last time you were on, we were talking about the Black Crows. Yeah. And a lot of Hammond on that record. But what comparisons do you think we're going to start stumbling into without, you know, listing them all down? Something like this? This is, something like this is almost like, this is actually maybe, you know, some of the first little bits of catching Wilco being Wilco. Yeah, especially the transitions. Maybe a little Velvet Underground. Yeah, I like Sure, yeah. For sure. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna get like some Rolling Stones and Graham Parsons later. Yeah, we'll call them out as we hear them because there's there's a lot of um, 
and admittedly so influences from other bands that are coming into other sounds yeah. that are coming into here and you almost go that's from this song you know or that was that riff was taken from from this one it, there's um as well as emotional triggers or sonic triggers to older music yeah there's the line in that later track where it's like sounds like someone else's song <laughs> from a long time ago and I could just hear him like sitting there playing the song and his girlfriend saying he's just getting pissed. He's like, I'm trying, I'm, I am trying to do something original here, baby. And she's like, you know, that that, that sounds, sounds like that sounds like, uh, you know, that the the Pink Floyd dark. Yes. Side, like there is a Pink Floyd transition, I think, that comes out for me in some of that shit where it's like all of a sudden it just oh, gets yeah. psychotic. Like it goes mm. from real poetic or, or and that day in the life sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Rock to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Oh. I know you got a god-shaped hole. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's almost like flaming lips to me right here. guitar hit which is electric now is taking the place which was on the right hand side the acoustic, the acoustic guitar rhythm which is basically allowing the drums to do their tom work and add emotion you know contribute to the emotion of the song and the guitar on this one is is the rhythm instrument it's the one that's keeping the one two three four you know pace through really the whole thing kind of a that's a bold move for a first song on an album that is now a you know a double album it means like we don't have to necessarily do the one's pretty popular two's a banger three's a hit you know four we can chill out yeah, for a bit different format there different format to this whole struck this this whole album they still play this song live from time to time don't they oh they do yeah, that, they, they so played it at the uh the uh paramount or what was it the paramount or the more like during the uh, quarantine that we saw show. that show we were there i think it was the more quarantine, yeah. quarantine. so that <laughs> song quarantine. like that song i think the the evolution of how they play that song so the end where he just starts wailing on the nothing yeah. i'd like to thank you and like it's a killer at, live at, at bumbershoot i think they did it like a hundred times like they just right. did well, not the let crowd the gets audience into it too, like, and not that yeah but That's recently i've when I've seen him, he it almost sounds like the album version. He's gone back to like the expectation yeah. of them screaming nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. They've, they're that's, like, all right, we've done that. The angry yeah. young man. So game. now they're like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do ten or eleven. Give you a couple, right. but we got to play tomorrow night too. Yeah. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I was getting a little brand new from that too. That outro. Yeah, well, the the, the, the way it just kind of breaks down, it. I bet you. I mean, they're maybe just a couple years younger than us, but they probably came up on some. It's not hard to imagine. Yeah. But this one far, far away. And we're listening to the 2017 remaster, by the way. We bring you nothing but quality here. Yeah, it's the deluxe edition. I saw that on the screen there. Yes. It's a clean promise that the next episode podcast and the Teeny Network bring to the listeners. That's right. Only high definition audio. Right. Well, I'll, uh, the whole 
hold you in my arms and sway Kiss and ride on the CTA Every time I hear that, it just makes me think of like the, the country music my dad used to listen to yeah. in like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, they're some Conway Twitty shit. They're Tupelo showing right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I will be a sucker for a, in. for a steel guitar as long as I live. This is the only album that he plays with them too, though. Yeah. This, this, we have someone playing their last, uh, you know, their or their first you know, with John Bennett, this is first album playing with uh, with Jeff and with Will Wilco, and uh, Bob Egan. This is the only time he shows up on recorded. Uh, yeah, well, I remember it was his Wilco. band's name, but they had opened for Wilco previously. Yeah, and they're exactly. like, you're cool on that fucking thing. We can play on our record a couple <laughs> yeah. times. We, what you find with this band is, um, yeah, they love making music. They like they like the making of it. It's something that uh, um, Tweedy's mentioned before in interviews. That he enjoys the making, I so know. this is a band that will will put together some real good shit in the studio and explore the space. I need to will. make sure you don't leave without the "I'm Trying to Break Your Heart" DVD set. Yeah, okay. you a, got a DVD player on the boat? I don't. Okay, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you can go now. You can <laughs> find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah. I own that as well. <laughs> yes, and that I is actually what got me into them. Yeah. Is somebody showed me that. It was probably a year or two after the record had come out. And I had known about Sunvolt and all that shit, but I never listened to it. I was a Whiskey Town Ryan Adams guy. Uh, and I think history has proved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got on the wrong bus? I got on the wrong bus. Uh, it was a good ride, but I had to get off. Um, so that was my side of it. And I never really listened to Uncle Tupelo all that much, just here and there. But I really didn't get pulled into the Wilco uh, force field I'm a gravitational field um, until I saw that document it's a great it's one of the better documentaries of making a record that I think you can find yeah it, who who directed that it's some it's some somebody big guy like, <laughs> it's somebody it's like, who does shit you'd be like oh <laughs> really that was Christopher Nolan it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not Christopher <laughs> Nolan but it's someone it's someone like that yeah, it was it was it's a legit film uh Spike Jones and they, no Sam Men- Sam Sam, Sam Men- Jones Sam, Sam Jones. Jones thank you this is okay this is this could have been on uh uh Elvis Costello's album. Oh, maybe. But I was thinking the Stones, Exile on Main Street, right? Oh, yeah. It's like an Exile on Main Street. And that's where the Black Crows and them intersect on their Venn diagram is their love for yep. the Stones. He said, My other favorite bands from Chicago around this time was Urge Overkill, and they had a good love for the Stones too. Yeah, more like on the sleazy side, but they would. There's something about Chicago and the Stones. I don't know. Yeah, going back to what you were talking about, like the their love of the process and making shit, and also just the sounds. Like they must play fucking fifty different instruments. Yeah. In any show, yeah, like yeah. each 
Each musician's even like Glenn Kotke or however you say it. Coche. Coche. Yeah. My brother's a drummer and he says Coche. So. Coche. All right. Glenn Coche. <laughs> mama call him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. <laughs> but like that guy doesn't play drums like anybody. Right, plays weird fucking sounds, and he's got like, we did that ribbons mowing. and shit. And he did that mowing. <laughs> he did that mowing commercial, yeah, yes. like plumbing fixtures, and he's just plumbing. like playing plumbing <laughs> fixtures. <laughs> like, get that bag, Glenn. He's doing a stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you can hear it like from the first three songs. I would just say that's all different guitar styles, different totally. fucking genres, different three different things. Yeah, yeah. They they explore it. You know, well, Graham Parsons dusted over it, which is actually. If you want to get real, that's where the Stones got it from, anyway. Yeah. British guys don't know country yeah. music. They need yeah. Grant Parsons. He gets mentioned if you start going through some of these reviews and stuff about this band. <laughs> Just has the like, you know, there's some bad band names like Hoobastank and and shit like that. <laughs> but the Flying Burrito Brothers, that's up there. It's up there. Yeah. That horns? Yeah, it is. Give me the horns. Clap. Little Beatles scream right there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, nice little skip on that bass drum too. It's like they know what they're doing. It's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> well, no. And of course, this is uh, one of the out bangers. Of, out of sight. Parentheses. Out of mind. Yeah, there's a little reprise. I appreciate the reprise. Uh, you don't get a lot of reprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Reprises. <laughs> these days. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? Out of sight, out of mind, and then the other one's out of mind, out of sight. sight. See what they did there. They just slow it down a little. It's still, I don't know. Love a shaker every time I hear it. Yeah. Or is that a tambourine? You you feel like if you walked into their recording session, like you said, uh, with them on on stage, there would just be instruments all over the place. That's why you got to watch I'm Trying to Break Your Heart. Yeah? Because there's so much footage of in their loft it's like they're their legendary like recording studio in chicago where they just do all their shit that's you know their headquarters they produce this themselves too this album really yeah well there you go and it's just document it's just them in the studio and they're playing that he's playing that little hammer piano it's up there with it's up there with funky monks and it's right right it's it's top three with like funky monks and one to be named later in the podcast i'll come up with it okay but it's like that yeah it's also in black and white like funky monks maybe it's a thing i take it more seriously when it's grayscale i think so and also production you know deeper was anyway that's the birds they would never go cheaper they did it for art. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's also the gist I get anytime you listen to these guys talk about, you know, playing music and, and or what it means. It's, it's what I what I didn't expect coming fairly fresh into Wilco 
I was assuming pretension. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm mistaking that with being precious about music, but not being um, restricted because of a sound. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're tone chasing, but not just for a certain sound that they want to have. Like a Eddie Van Halen's a tone chaser, but because he's going he's gonna to rip guitar. He's going to deliver. Yeah. They're like, we want those shakers to sound good. We want the p little tiny piano to sound good. We want this to sound good. And we want it all around and be able to pull from it. You know, yeah. it, it feels that way. It's, it's a fun album to, to chew on. Yeah. But I think Tweety's relaxed into his own music making now. I think so. Like he, I, I would say that, every, I would say that all. if you listen to him early on and in the interviews and stuff, it, there is some pretension in there that like feels like a barrier. But that dude's fucking funny as hell. When you yeah. see him live, he is witty. He is sharp. And now I think there's a more, he's just, Relaxed about everything. Like he still cares about the craft, like you were saying. Yeah. It's important and he wants it to sound perfect. Yeah. yeah. But he also does it for the joy as opposed to like the obsession. You can barely expect like a shit hot artist in their twenties not to be a twat. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think what you get with age and the experience of you know doing it for so much, you know if you're gonna play those shakers or you want to try this type of song or whatnot, it, the recording now is given. You're gonna make you. There's gonna be clean sound going in. You don't kind of have to govern that so much anymore. You're comfortable with your equipment. You're comfortable with good going in, good coming out. You know, kind of uh, approach. They're in the groove. Yeah. <laughs> Flow state. A bit of brushes. No? I, I think maybe wire, wire brushes. I mean, is anyone else born like when we were? Every time I hear a banjo, I just, I just picture Kermit the Frog's playing it. Steve Martin. <laughs> but you, what a lot of people ever, don't know. You ever seen them together? I don't think so. <laughs> Kermit's got some rippers. He just, we, we know, you know. Only a couple of his banjo songs. He did some real gloomy shit in this fucking swamps. <laughs> banjo blues. Just dark blue grass. Yep. Day flipping. <laughs> is, enough, is their Uncle Tupelo showing here too? But those macros, but the ooze. <laughs> it's immaculate. Try my patience, try. This is where the Grateful Dead and mostly yes. Jerry Garcia started coming in. You know what? There's a comparison vocally to be made between those two a little totally. bit, too. I never thought of that before, but that just clicked in my brain. And also, the, like that tone chaser, like they're going to play their instrument, but they're going to play a bunch of instruments. Yes. They're all going to sound good, you know, like it, you, you kind of want to hear them play something else and be like, ooh, how are you going to make that sound good, too? Yeah. That's funny because that's so they, the kid who turned me on to these bands i used to play a grateful dead tune uh oh god it's not casey jones but it, it was it was because i was playing on the guitar mm. he's like wow i didn't know you liked this kind of music i was like i don't really listen to the grateful dead but i'd love to play these songs yeah because they fit my voice and they fit what i'm capable of doing on the guitar which is kind of like I can't go too fast. I can't do, but I can pluck out a line, a bass line here and yeah. there. I can do a little hammer on, a little hammer <laughs> off. I'm like, you know, so. Uh, you do those hammer offs? Hey, you don't know I do the hammer offs, but not the ons. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what, what, what yeah, do I yeah. look like? Fucking yeah. Steve Vai? Looking at me like I'm a hammer on. But yeah, well, that, that, that vocal quality that's just kind of. Familiarity. 
Go ahead. Destroy, I didn't. Sorry. I didn't even announce that last song, but that was. Forget, oh, wait. forget the flowers. Yeah, red eye blue. Let's go back. Can we go back to the beginning of this song? Sure. Oh, hey, let's, let's, there we go. Because this is uh, another hot track. Yes. South State technology Tips on the floor Some songs you can't afford to play When we came here today All I wanted to say Is how much I miss you chords are like the same chord progression from Just Be a Woman by Lenny Kravitz on the Are You Gonna Go My Way record. And I feel I feel Those like, are kind of Beatle chords though. Yeah. And Le- we all know Lenny worships the Beatles. That's that's a fucking John Lennon chord he's dropping right there. I think we're we're teetering on the um, similarity with influences um, through the you know the matrix of an artist where you can hear their reverence for it or you can hear them biting it and i, I don't feel like any you know oasis and beatles kind of deal like yeah. that's maybe even a, a little, little bit nibbling. closer nibbling. nibbling um but it's all it's not necessarily all over the place with uh with wilco but it is fairly you know like it's diverse anyway. it doesn't yeah. feel like they're just pulling from that one well it feels like yeah. they, they all they like that they like listening to music. They like all their influences. Well, to kind of celebrate it. This like misunderstood and this song are Wilco songs to me. Yeah, yep. they're, they're they're starting to take a risk. And this is the first time He's I think whistling, dude. I, which he does <laughs> so great. Yeah. But uh, but I think those so those in between ones. He'd been doing that for a while, right? He'd been writing those kind of honky tonk, countryfied, all country songs, whatever you want to classify them as. Yeah, he'd been doing that with Uncle Tupelo for years, and they kind of did that on AM misunderstood they're like he's like what if we just kind of fucking put some sadness in this and some heavy and some space and some sonic tone like what if what if i was like a maybe a just a weirdo acid rock artist or something and they they're but what's cool about this album is they're they're not good at it or they're great at it but they're not it's new to them they're not comfortable with it yet so they're in the pablo honey yeah yeah, Yeah, okay yeah. yeah Yeah, you can see the seeds of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like when the Beatles stubbered the sitar. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, Robert Shaw. They're, yeah. they're, like, they're, like, they're like, let's do this. Right let's around Revolver when they discovered <laughs> weed. Revolver is such a good album. And here we, uh, we just rolled into uh, I Get You. I Got You. I don't have my readers yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Parentheses at the end you. of the century. I feel like they play this one live still too.
have to go, ow, but he knew, he knew that was the correct thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's got to drop an ow. Yeah. Who do you, uh, good, I'd be curious, who do you think, like, lyrically, who is he a comparison to? Oh, man. Okay, with the, with the words. We're talking with the words. Is compa- okay, here I'm gonna. I'll list a few comparisons that I was coming up with today. All right, El- Elvis Costello. I think in mostly some of the sometimes in song structure and and whatnot and probably lyrically. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see it. Um, clever gents. I got Thurston Moore in there. Mm. I think his tone is around Thurston Moore, but again, that's not necessarily lyrics. So, Bob Dylan. I Think you got to go mm-hmm. Dylan Springsteen. I think he has a way better vocabulary than Springsteen. I think he's. You're gonna hear him sing about the Switchblade Lovers, <laughs> <laughs> man. But the to, but, but the tone of his way tells a story. I guess. Yeah. 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 It's it's the almost like um it, it's a little bit more um uh, nerve touching than what Springsteen would get into. But you can you can see so he probably listened to Springsteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know he did just listen to interviews and stuff. But then, yeah, Garcia. Like, I, I have Jerry Garcia. Um, and part of that is, that's probably the closest I have with lyrics as well. Like, just the whole embodiment of uh, instrumentation and lyrics over top of uh, what you're singing. Um, and tonally. Yeah. He strikes the balance between good lyrics and phonetically sounding... Nice. Yeah. Like he picks words that sound nice together. He and he puts them in with the guitar lines because he's playing. You know, he, he's familiar with a few instruments or so. So everything's like really nicely dropped into you know into place. I don't know. What do you got? Uh, Dylan for sure. I mean, I think he want like when he plays his acoustic side. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this guy. Clearly, he's got a song called Bob Dylan's Beard. <laughs> where he wants to be, a, but yeah. but the one I wasn't that going out on no, BDB, but sure. but uh, <laughs> oh BDB, but I'm gonna throw out one because you said vocabulary. I think he he reminds me of uh, Mike Doty, soul coughing. Oh, in his, I mean, gotta take the elevator to the mezzanine. I like it, what you say in, in a like, I mean, different. Like if Mike Doty played in kind of an old country yeah. rock sure. band, yeah. but, but that's the right era too. I mean. They, yeah, contemporary. The, just, yeah. just like I could see them both publishing epic volumes of poetry, yeah, and, and right. also that actually doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. that actually, yeah, that you might want to buy. So, wow, yeah, nice. I, I, he's the one that on especially on the the weirder tracks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think uh, is Ruby Broom uh, Soul Coughing second album? Anybody might be know? their might be their first album. Could be their first. Album. Let's such a good on screen. I know what their I second like was. Oh, oh, eh, eh. <laughs> fingers through knots, twisting yeah. highways. Jenny, drink, drink you up. up. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll start <laughs> diving towards Perry Farrell's. It's got to have you a drink. <laughs> we just rolled into what the world got in store. What's the world got in store? Yeah. Shit, uh, take off running, but I take my time. Friend of the Devil, that's the one. That's uh, what there I you go. Sing. Sorry, just popped into my yeah. head. This reminds yep. me of Garcia. Yes, totally. This could, we could be waving our fingers at a deadhead song right now. I could yeah. be, I could be wearing a man dress and muumuu like we did in the nineties. Like you are right now. Yeah. yeah. 
about. Paint a picture for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, something off of Working Man's Dead is a cut that didn't make the, you know, put it somewhere else. I'm not trying to knock you out What's it about? You know, maybe with everything we said, Neil Young's a pretty good, uh, yeah. pretty good songwriting wise. Yeah. yeah, he's a big part of that sound that they're continuing on. I think you're right. Nice catch. Yeah. Catch. I, I agree. <laughs> I put it through the sieve. Also an agent artist, and it came out Neil yeah. Young-ish. Also an agent of chaos on the guitar from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, has embraced life when it's gone fucking haywire too. Because right now, when he's writing, when he was writing a lot of this, and it, you know, this is a very Jeff-heavy band. You know, Wilco is um, it changed a lot of members, been pretty stable for the last two decades or so. Um, but um, during the writing of this, it's fairly soon after, a, you know, a, a separation of members and, and whatnot, and um, he's got a brand new kid. He's trying to shake that fucking weed monkey <laughs> off his back, which obviously is, lettuce. is very difficult to do. Yeah, it is. Um, and then, uh, um, you know, so he's, he's being deliberate about what he's putting into this album and really taking a fucking going out on a limb to not just cash in with eight solid tunes, yeah. you know, do a couple There's an couple easier way flips. to do this. Yeah. yeah, there's an easier way to do this. Yeah, and truly, I think breaking breaking free from Uncle Tupelo. Yeah, I think this is a transition. I think in that you're yeah. like, hey, I'm a new band, and they're like, we're paying you to be the old band that sold all those records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on AM, so if it can sound a little more like the stuff we know, everybody's gonna buy. Yeah, right. and then he's like, yeah, it fucking sold. So now I can do this. Yeah, yes, he bought himself that. Yeah. Would cost six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a transitional moment, and and, and, a, and a really a, a, a perfect illustration of that second album. Where you know where where you're gonna are you gonna yeah. do are you gonna do what they want or are you gonna start doing some of your own shit too? Yeah. Especially following a good debut album. Yeah. That's that's the pressure in it. Yeah, and this one sold. It's not their highest selling album. It's but it's like. There's several that sold this amount. It's like 390,000. Yeah, I feel like they don't have any platinum albums. Yeah. Everything I'm thumbing through today, like their best selling albums, like 600, which is gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's more gold albums than we have. But so no no platinum albums right now. Always, but always sold out shows. You know, that's that's and that's where you want to be. Yeah. Nobody buys records anymore anyway. Right. Really, we. Just show up and yeah. listen to us play because the making is the thing. That will never die. And do 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 do. That was a Costello. <laughs> that was he. <laughs> do. He and he, yeah, he's less snarky than Elvis. I like him way more than Elvis. Oh, I think he's a better hang than Elvis. <laughs> I think Elvis is. He could be a little prickly sometimes. Yeah, I also feel I like can't. Tweety's a like Swiss Army knife and Costello's. I 
don't want to offend any listeners. Yeah. He's more of a one-trick pony to me. More of a buck knife. He's like it's a good, high-quality buck knife. But you're I'm right, not, Jeff I, is a Jeff is a Swiss yeah. Army knife. Yeah, he's he's uh-huh. got a lot of them. That is true. Which is why we're going. Oh, it's this. It's this. It's this. Yeah. It could be that. It could be this. Yeah. I enjoy that. Maybe you know? it's maybe it's a can opener on this song. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it on my pocket knife. Right. Skip. <laughs> Hotel Arizona. If <laughs> I didn't I like, to if I didn't there. mention. Yeah. Hotel Arizona. It's a decent song. It's one of those mid-tempo rockers. You yeah. know. Jay once again playing that organ with the Leslie that I love so much. almost like what they call the shepherd's tone where it feels like they just keep going up and up yeah and yeah up and up and you're like but they're not really no they're kind of coming back around again but it's, but feels it's like just, a ratchet yeah. it's like uh jonathan nolan that last jonathan nolan likes to do that in his uh that's the batman guy right i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Christopher and nolan. tenant Christopher. oh yeah his brother jonathan does westworld yeah Little Tony Scott. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like Tony Scott and uh, the other his brother. That's did he get him the job on Westworld? He's like, he's a good kid anymore. He's better looking than his brother too. (laughs) God takes with one hand and gives gives with the other. Jesus, God, how long has it been, Chris? (laughs) I think it's been months. (laughs) I think it's been months. It's months. Gets a little warm in here, and then uh, yo, is that chair gonna come to the new studio? It's got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the countdown is on. You're gonna be one of the last guests in here uh-huh. before we we move on to the if, new studio. There is but... a final podcast. I'd love to be here with Steve and maybe some other. Gosh, old-timers. we oh should. You know what? We should have a, a, a send off. Let's do a super group. Do a send off party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have and this this would be say you miss me. would would it be the right time to do uh, Paul's boutique? I think we have to. Holy shit. Do you As know a, the Do you know the story shit. about Paul's boutique in this podcast? Well, I just know that it's like you can't touch it. It has to be the last one. But if, it, if we're wow, switching studios, wow. it was the first one. Oh, it's been deleted. Yeah, it's never never released. It will never be here. Never be here. I think. Anymore. Yeah, I think it's. It might exist on a hard drive somewhere, but you'll never hear yeah. it. Maybe we don't roll paint, tape. We just all sit here getting high and talking <laughs> about go. Paul's Boutique. I'll tell everybody the tape's rolling. No, no but I'm saying I think we weren't ready. It was the, our first one too in, too the, in this format, you know, yeah. where we just pretty much it came off like not good. Yeah, yep. makes sense. <laughs> like staring at the sun. Well, no, it makes and sense. And I think what happens is you need, you can't stare at the sun for, you know, 10 seconds straight. But if everybody takes a few seconds, we can we can all look at the sun all the time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's how we got to approach Paul's boutique. I yes. think yeah. we I need I think we need a four micer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think we should line the floors with formica <laughs> as well because there's gonna we be have blood rotating. Still. We'll have to rotate them in. Yeah, we could do. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, party, rotating. party in the party control in booth. the control booth. <laughs> and yes. when you're up, you're up. Yes. Come on, I kind of feel like. Yeah. It has to. I'm an ideas guy. It's quite poetic. That would that would uh, bookend this. We started. I guess we started doing the music before the studio. Oh yeah. We switched to oh, that, yeah. but it would it would be a nice some nice symmetry there. Yeah. Uh, before we get to sunken treasure, I'm. Oh god, yeah. We're I, gonna... I, I might need to take a bathroom break. And oh I'm... yeah, no worries. Because that's that's 
one of these songs. It, would you say this is the halfway break? Actually, is this is the album Sunken break? Treasure is the kickoff the first of, song of okay, Side Two. There you so, go. Yeah. So you, yeah. Say no more. Say no more. Yeah, wink, wink. Good, that's, 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 that's a good time. Yeah. Good time to take a take a piss. And uh, this is <laughs> you taking a piss. Oh God! Have you guys listened to the new Ricky Gervais? Not yet. No. Oh fuck! Listen. Or watch whatever. Oh, is it a special? Yeah, it's a. Oh, net- it's new new. It's a Netflix special. Just is came out. New new is new new. New new. He true. talks about talks about some new new. Gary some new new. Yeah, dude, he's trying to stay topical. <laughs> he uh, he goes into the creation of AIDS as a way. Fucking Christians. He's <laughs> like, there's there's no way. There's no way God is up there. I'm like, ah, I see that guy over bumming over there. Don't like that. Oh, there's another one. Don't like. That. He, and he just he's, that's pretty I, good Ricky Gervais yeah, yeah, that's good. you took me there oh, okay I'll, I'll watch it I'll watch that shit yeah it, can, don't watch I it with your funny. family no 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 <laughs> it's more of a guy thing yeah. my wife sat through the Bill Burr one with me the other night good good honor she, she's a comedy lover yeah she, Bill likes she likes to laugh yeah Lainey walked out 10 minutes into that one she's like I don't I don't like this guy it's like I get it you shouldn't like this guy mm-hmm I do. Totally sure that you're not gonna like it. Do they? It's a great song too, but they play. I believe they play this one in "I'm Trying to Break Your Heart." The movie, either in the loft or he plays it solo somewhere because they cover a few solo performances of him. He does. He does "Sunken Treasure" solo yeah. in that movie Ooh. for sure. Yeah, "Sunken Treasure" solo. Yeah. Could you, without having heard any of that, I can imagine these songs in different configurations, different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, score arrangements, instrumentation and stuff. Yeah. Get done with an album and then be like, we got to go outside. Those episodes are so water. short in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, okay, let's get this shit over. <laughs> All right. So next song, let's, uh, going to let's work. Cut, cut to track two. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up, Doc. Uh, you all ready? Uh, Y'all ready for this? Uh, am I ready for Sunken Treasure? Yes, nobody's ready for Sunken Treasure. Nobody expects no, Sunken Treasure. Spanish Inquisition. What, what you, what you, what you, what <laughs> nobody expects Dude, Spanish that's, Inquisition. That's my next album name, though. It's the Spanish Imposition. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Jeff Tweedy would do it. Let me feature. He named a record Star Wars. He, he, he'd get it. Star, well, Wilco Schmilco. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great thing. Tell you what, Star Wars didn't come out this year. Wilco Schmilko, <laughs> those back-to-backers, they, that didn't come out this year. What was playing in the theaters, if you were going to drive, listening to this album, mm. maybe you and your lady or so are going to catch a little Martin Scorsese flick called Casino. Uh, do I look yeah. like a clown to you? Am I funny? Am I oh, funny? like Goodfellas. Well, Goodfellas. Am I? But, yeah. but you'd be forgiven because it is almost, it's a spiritual sequel it's, it's to yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah. And yeah, here's one for like everybody from fucking Goodfellas who just died in the last month. Jesus. <laughs> who was that? Christ. Paulie Walnuts died. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Paul uh, Sorvino. Yeah. He passed a couple weeks ago. Paul Sorvino? That was more Maybe than a couple was weeks like, ago. That was like 15 years ago. No, dude. no, it wasn't. It was, but was, it wasn't. That was this year. Maria yeah, it wasn't Serena? a couple weeks ago. Okay, no, a couple months, though, maybe two, yeah, three yeah, months. Yeah, he's really? he's recent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And, of course, uh, Leota. Yeah, Ray oh, yeah. Leota. Ray Leota. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <And> Karen. <laughs> yeah. 
That's, that's a good Ray Liotta. I know it's just a one liner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you also might be able to uh, catch a little showgirls, a little uh, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, not a stripper. I'm a dancer. A dancer in that movie. And uh, um, Heat. We got we got mm. Val Kilmer still doing the Val Kilmer. We got all star cast in that one. Pacino, Nero. Nero. Thing you can't walk away from in ten seconds. Yeah, I, you know I've only seen it once, but it made a big impression. I saw it when it came out. That's the last time I've seen it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Heat. We just watch Heat. This damn near thirty years ago. Jeez. Yeah. Louise. Oh, the moment when Ashley judges the thing, thing with her hand and Val Kilmer knows he's got to keep driving. I've seen it way before oh, than you no, guys. Yeah. I've seen it quite oh. a few times. I like a good. We drink. lost Mama Judd this year too, so another drink. Really? Jesus, said they're happening. Right. Memoriam. Jeff Ross did a thing about all the comedians. It was a rough year on comedians Fuck, too. Yeah, it was, Shit, yeah. it was like 2016 for musicians. Was. Right, keep rolling on 96. What do we have? We have <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1996. You can't get sucked into 2016. Uh, City of Lost Children. Billy Madison. Oh, that's uh, the Nudie Magazine the, Day. Yeah. <laughs> the French guy did the children. Uh, the City yeah. of Lost Children. Ron Perlman's in there too. Yeah, yeah this guy, he directed Alien Four. Yeah, is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Keith, is Kiefer Sutherland? Fincher, City right? Lost no, no, that was three. No, that was three. That's right. It's, uh, I might be thinking of a different movie, but is Kiefer Sutherland in City of Lost Children? No, Dark City. Dark City. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. the, no, Dark City was a little bit Just, later, huh? I feel like. But before the Matrix, later, yeah. God damn it, I see you, Wachowskis. Yeah, Dark, Dark City is a killer movie. <laughs> it really Desperado is. with uh, with Anthony oh, Band Aids and, yeah. and Tony Band Aids. <laughs> um, <laughs> the lady, what's her name? I am Pussy uh, Selma, Selma Hayek. Selma oh Hayek. It, both of those are some. That's two sexy people right there. That couldn't. That movie couldn't help but. Yeah. You, huge. Yeah. Couldn't help it. Hot, dusty. Good God. We got to set my thinking about them. You know, I, I also feel a little bit bad because these are 95s. This isn't the 96. Uh, eh, that's okay. You know what? Well, Fuck it. We can live with it. When well, they went, when Wilco was recording this album, what was happening? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this show is free, thank Chris. You. Did you know that? It's free. They don't have to pay anything for it. Don't feel bad. I am so. Yeah, that's right. Um, the movie Seven. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh. What's in the box? God, no one's got the upper hand. We were trying to think of good Brad Pitt movies the other day, and that one did not even come up. Didn't come up. Because uh, we just saw Bullet Train, which, by the way, you add that to the list of good Brad Pitt uh, movies. Guy's a crusher. Yeah. Absolute crusher. Uh, just a couple more. We got Apollo 13, where Tom Hanks just uh, you, you know shows his shows his merit. Yeah. Ed Harris. Dead Stealing Harris. the show, I think. That's an Ed Harris movie right there. Just bringing up the, the last Top Gun movie. I was so happy to see Ed Harris in that. Uh, I love him in Westworld. Yeah, so oh yeah, he's great. great. You up to date? Uh, I'm not up to date. I've seen. I haven't seen the newest season. <laughs> All right, season four is amazing. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. Really? Yeah, I good. fell off. Uh, in the yeah, middle you of and two. my wife. She season three. She watched the first half of the first episode of season four and was like, "No, nah, peace." I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "No, I'm out. I can't do this. I can't do this for another season." Little did she know this is like the best one since the first season. Well, you know what? I thought that was gonna happen with the boys, but it didn't. Season boys three was going. The boys was just money. Yeah, I started watching that. My, my daughter was, my wife was like, "What oh, the fuck know. is happening right now?" Yeah. I was like, "We know this show is rough. We've watched it before. They blow up people's heads." <laughs> they were out when the fucking guy jumped into his asshole. Oh, <laughs> they were yeah. like, "Oh, oh no, yeah. keep going." Fucking, 
Uh, when I say al- no, it's all on the cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. When I say albino with superpowers, what do you powder, think? Yes. powder, directed by a, a chomo, yeah. uh, <laughs> Glenn Campbell or whatever. No, <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> Glenn Campbell's Glenn spinning Campbell. in his grave. Campbell God Scott. Damn. Campbell Scott. Campbell don't Scott. Don't you never say that about Glenn Campbell? <laughs> Shit, it's bad with my words. <laughs> <laughs> Campbell Scott. Campbell Scott was powder, right? Not one of the Scott brother directors, by the way. He's not. Campbell part Scott of that. was in singles. He was great. Uh, uh, Finnegan or Fla- Flattery, I think. Was Flanagan. Uh, Flanagan. <laughs> Tommy Flanagan was the uh, was who who played powder. Powder. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Dead Man. Oh, oh, I fucking love Dead Man. Jim Jarmusch, right? Yes. And his brother Jarmusch. Jake. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Neil Young, he did that mm-hmm. soundtrack, which is just like yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably the best Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm gonna think maybe Benny and June. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna go Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Oh I'm, my you know, gosh, I'm a sucker for Gilbert. Grape. Thank you, Gilbert. I bought that on VHS. I had a good VHS, uh, you know, library, and Gilbert Grape. I, I visited that movie. That's fucking it's solid. Movie. And you know who's in that? John C. Riley. <laughs> and. They're hunting buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, in Gilbert Grape. Yeah, yeah. But uh, do you know Crispin Glover? Yeah. yeah, he's also in Dead Man. Yeah, yeah. The, the, they're yeah. hunting buffalo. That's his only line, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> he just comes out the. He's been <laughs> shoveling coal. He's like just face entirely black with coal and just sits down like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> they're shooting buffalo. Like fucking, what is going on? It's like the first five minutes of that movie. Yeah. You don't know where to put your finger on. Crispin that movie. Glover shows up in the first five minutes of any movie. Just yeah. You ever know seen what Rats for. or Will, Will, ben, Wilford? Willard, or Willard. Willard. I, I Willard. never saw that. Fred but, Willard and him starting Fred Willard. Get back to the fucking 96. This is terrible. Okay. So here's some quick events. You, do you have a top 10? You got I do. Come? All right. So I'll rip through these. Uh, okay, because it's all good news. Oklahoma City <laughs> Federal Building gets bombed. Um, JavaScript gets the first time in use. Uh, Gal- Galileo shows uh, up at Jupiter. This is in 1995, 96. Um, it was launched in 89. Yeah. Shows up. Takes a minute. Takes yeah. a minute and then takes some pictures, man. Um, there was the uh, first Trans-Pacific solo balloon flight by Steve Fawcett. That's crazy that it took till 1996 to get uh, there. Personal 95. milestones. I graduated from college in 96. There you go. And the Sonics made the finals. Chicago Bulls. Six games. <laughs> this is great information. As here. local history. Yes. Wow. Um, so uh, he he uh, ended up dying in uh, 2008 <laughs> uh, because of uh, adventures. Yeah. Adventure well, purposes. Died doing only. what he loves. First time that DVDs get announced. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Wow. I would have uh, just right? the distortion looking back. I would have said that shit came out in the late 80s. See, Laserdisc was strong right now. I guess. But it was, it was, that Be- comet was coming direct. Betamax was starting to go. No, Betamax was far. Dead. Rest, dead. rest in peace. Just in my house then? VHS. <laughs> just in my house. It's we, far, all, we all knew the one family that just stuck with the fucking Betamax. <laughs> like, superior are, quality. Yeah, it's for sure. way better than that. Like, three movies The In Laws. <laughs> <laughs> you had fucking Superman 1. Love at first bite. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I had Raiders on Betamax. A sweet Lauren Hutton vehicle with Jim, oh, man. a young Jim Carrey. You'd never seen a prettier gap tooth. You're going to pay 32 cents for. Uh, uh, First class postage stamp, about a dollar nine for gas, and Windows gets released. So you uh, can Windows do ninety cool shit. Windows ninety five. Yeah, yeah. eBay also Boom. started that year too. Shit. 
Oh, throw away eBay. No. It's like, yeah, and, and, and eBay. Something, something about internet commerce. <laughs> <laughs> this is well before, well, yeah, I guess 96. Oh, we got, we got a fledgling internet. I can see Jagged Little Pill from <clears throat> Oh, here. yeah, because you know it's 1996. <laughs> hey, don't, don't give away the, don't give away the. Jagged Little Pill from here. <laughs> we could all see it from here. You can hear it from here. But number 10, though, on this is albums, by the way. This is top, it's albums, not singles this week. It depends yeah. which one I come up against. For, which one's more fun? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Number 10 is Blackstreet with another level. You don't know Blackstreet? I don't. No diggity, nope. you do. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Diggity. That was a Dre beat, too, which never hurts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number nine, Your Secret Love, Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross still on the still. charts in 96. 96. It's amazing. You got I think he's still fat at this point. Well, let me put my glasses on. With a pH? No, no. This is skinny Luther. This is skinny Luther we're dealing with. You know, he actually took shit when he got skinny. It's like uh, when like uh, funny fat guys get skinny and they say you won't be funny anymore. Yeah. There's people trying to tell him he couldn't sing anymore when he was skinny. I'm like, you're going to fuck up his geometry. Get the uh, f- get Seth, Rogen. Seth Rogen has a good podcast. Story time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I have. That brings us to number eight with Jagged Little Pill, and it's on its way down. It was a three at the previous week, so it's it's been hanging out because that one hung out like in the top ten for a minute, right? That's oh yeah, that's, I loved that album. Yeah, I fucking great. I am not ashamed to admit that I like. The deep I've cut. got one hand in my pocket. <laughs> the singles are great, but the deep yeah, the cuts are good too. Yeah, the piano. Oh yeah, the the whole album's good. The deep cuts are great on that record, and plus, uh, you ought to know. That's Flea and Dave Navarro on that track. And I think I want to say... Taylor? No. I, I, I could, I'm 50-50 on this, but I think it's okay. Josh Freeze. Oh, sh- good enough. Dude, yeah, Josh that's Freeze my, that's so my first single. No problem. <laughs> I feel like somebody important also produced it. You should know that. That was... Uh, yeah, he went on to do a Van Halen record. He did shit before that, but I can't... Glenn Ballard. Yeah. That's the guy. Uh, is it, yeah, he did Dave albums, too. Yeah. Or at least one of them. I don't know. Whatever, whatever Van Halen does, Dave's got to do. Set it off soundtrack, which I think the big hit on that was En Vogue. What's it? What's it gonna be? You're never gonna get it. I don't know. No. Okay. What's it gonna be? I believe. Uh, yeah. never uh, set it, it off. Is, Queen Latifah vehicle. Pretty good. Pretty good movie. I think it holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holds up. Number six, Home Again, new edition, and this is like the fully, uh, full formed Voltron new edition. Like everybody's back. And they let everybody stay that replaced as Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, Ralph, really? Johnny, too. So everybody's in on this one. I got a girl. Guess who you like? You stand the rain? Leanne Rhymes, number five, with Blue. I think that's her debut. Like, that's, she hit the scene with that one. Uh, I like the way she looked and like her music. I don't know. That's a, I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I was that, a kid. I want to correct. I was a kid. Yeah, I was, yeah, no, yes, wait, yes, wait, yes. This is a where were you when? She you came know? out with that Patsy Cline song and just like, yeah. that was her calling card like that girl could sing yeah she good <laughs> oh man all right local pride i'm just bursting with civic pride at the moment right now the the moment is the name of the record kenny g number four. Oh shit kenny g is better than leanne rhymes new edition alanis morissette luther vandross and blackstreet just so you know a lot of dentists in the world <laughs> God, I don't want to. You had to buy albums at this point. You had to yeah. buy that album, so. and it, it is debuting at number four. So I don't know how long he hangs out, but that 
Good on you, Kenny. Celine Dion, the God, falling into you. It's at number three. It It was at one. She went number one with this record. This is is prime Celine Dion time. She is ruling the adult contemporary world at this minute. Force is strong with Celine. Just beating her chest like (laughs) Yeah. Just giving it hell. Skinny lady's crazy. Canadian? uh, Yeah, Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Is she, you know. Yeah, you're you a, know she is. You're a fan, you fanboy, she you is. stinky little fanboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out of here with this. Who is this Celine Dion? I, I fucking owned Alanis Morissette. You own Celine. You fucking both Canadians. Look at yeah. that. You suck her little clit. Canadian power. <laughs> Celine got a clit like a thumb. I was gonna say. Let me correct you. Uh, I think that was uh, inside. If you pulled out the, if you pulled out the part of the disc, the jewel case, you could see that on this album. That's next is uh, Enema, Enema, Onema, Enema, Enema, Tool, Ema, Ema. Uh, great video. My favorite tool. I'm I'm gonna say that's my favorite tool. That's their second one. We did it, didn't we? We we did it with. We counted opiate. Oh, it didn't come out because of inebriation. Yeah. Let's, he needs a shot at redemption. All right. Did we ever get clarification on the Pixies album? Because I swear to God, there is a fucking, there is an <laughs> album before fucking Surferosa. It's it's eight fucking songs long. You Sounds can like list- an EP to me. Caribou. <laughs> it's not listed as an EP, motherfuckers, and it's eight songs. Anyway. Yeah. Like I said, this yeah, show is yeah. free. Yeah. Right. I disagree. Surfer Rose is a fucking second. <laughs> well, maybe just to settle it, you come back and we do Surfer Rosa just for shits and giggles. How about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Done. Right. Number one, more civic pride coming right at you. Nirvana, 1996. This is definitely pop, row, right? uh, from the Muddy Banks of the Wish God, the live album. Oh, wow. See, that yeah. is, a, is a surprise. A live album hits the fucking number one. That's how powerful that, that band was. Yeah. 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 And it didn't hurt that they were a pretty solid live affair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, if you're going to. Turns uh, out Dave Grohl's really good in person. David, yeah, right. <laughs> if you're going to listen to uh, any of the MTV Unplugs, it's uh, the yeah. Nirvana kind of takes a cake on that. Everybody's. Yeah, a little Alice in Chains. A little Alice in Chains. Okay. Exactly what I was going to say. A little bit. A little bit. I know. We're slow your roll, Chris. <laughs> I understand. I'm just trying Have to. Have you seen the LO Cool J one? Pearl Jam was in his marker face. He was marking. Oh uh, yeah, Pearl Jam was okay. Pearl Jam, no, Jam was good. They might they be the good. best live band from Seattle, but their unplugged is okay. Oh yeah, the Nirvana ones, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Allison changes. That's we'll go. We'll we'll do binary star that's, system. With I Alice mean, that's around this time, ninety six or yeah. so. I almost figured you guys out. Yeah, Dirt. Did you oh, for sure? Yeah, did you do uh, Bud Honey's second album? We have not. All you is that super fuzz? Big muff, big muff. I don't, I don't know. I just like all their albums. I was like, I was when I was getting up against the wall of fuck, you've done them all. I'm just like, bands I like. <laughs> Got to work. They're on the list. That was your top 10 for October 29th, 1996. You know. Anything where that ends with Nirvana number one, right? Happy. Yeah, yeah, Kenny G if and Nirvana on the top 10. What are these guys got? Right? Anything cheery coming up for the second half? Oh yeah, to start the second this half. This is album? this is a great song. Epic is is understatement, but uh, sunken treasure. Yeah, um, I don't know. We might talk on this one. <laughs> yeah, we, we find we, a, a place to squeeze a word in. Good though. Good start. Oh, what what just happened? 
I hate it so bad. Now we're good. Houses with windows painted blue, with the light from the TV running parallel to you. But there is no sunken treasure Rumor to be I think he's got his acoustic and drop D there He hits that big strum and just goes yeah. That I believe is a guitar on the cover right there uh, Gibson. The Epiphone Oh is that Epiphone? Yeah. Same thing Chevy GMC kind of deal Yeah that's an open that that That's what you call a heavy tune. We already mentioned that he. There's a good clip of him playing it solo, and uh, I'm trying to break your heart. Yeah, that's it's like. I think that might be the first time I heard that song. And he does before. some finger picking with it too. It's yeah. just like, oh, but that fucking. I am so out of tune with you. Yeah. I wish I'd fucking written that lyric. <laughs> that's money. <laughs> I'd leave it for somebody. I think you nailed it earlier, Chris, with the brand new. Like, brand new would have wrote a song like this. Totally. Yeah. Surely there's somebody. Even that the, the real attention to um, almost falling apart lyrical tone. Yeah. You know, like, you can hear the, the, uh, the emotion. The emotion. Thank you. Yeah, it's cracking. Yeah. It's just about to break, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the way he sings it. <laughs> Little Manchester Orchestra, too, is taking notes. Here's the turn right here.
said Sonic Youth earlier. <laughs> uh, I was talking about they played right yeah. after. That's what a little they, Led Zeppelin three on this part though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was also pretty hot in '96. Oh, like yeah. being into Zeppelin. That's was pretty the cool. way. That's yeah. the way it ought to be. Yeah. That's an open tuning song. Yes, I feel like that's a liberty you can get away with if you're producing this yourself too, because anybody else is going to tell you you don't need that part. You don't need that that yeah. disjoint part in the middle of it, and just make this fucking clean, and everybody's going to love it. But it's what makes them kill as a live band. Yeah, yeah, that's the part you wait for. Kill as a live band because they draw you in. And they've got the emotion. The audience is dead yeah. silent. Think you never resolve. And we're just fucking waiting to explode. You know, yeah. you, you it hits your chest. Everybody wants to cry, but instead they get to just go. Yeah! Like, like, right. I'm out of tune with you too, buddy. Like, <laughs> it's just a way to release that emotion. And it's dark and it's minor, but it just feels so cathartic. cathartic like, yeah. ah, fucking let it go. We're all feeling it. And he's just like, yeah, at this moment, I'm like, like yeah. feedback and deep tones. And it, yeah, it's, you're right. They never get away with that if they're not producing it themselves. Yeah, somebody talk them out of it. What's that? Somebody would talk them out of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is it weird that I thought during everything that you were talking as well that Wilco was probably Chewbacca's favorite band? <laughs> like, there's just some poetry, there's some roar, there's disjointness. They're huge, they're you know? huge in Kashyyyk. <laughs> I think they're huge in Kashyyyk. I don't know where that came from, but like, I genuinely feel that way. <laughs> I think, I think he's they're playing that. the Life Day Festival this this year, I think. Might have been last year. I can't remember. With that green, with that green fish lady. Yeah, Jefferson Starship's playing too. <laughs> yeah, see this. Only is, good thing about that movie, Chewbacca Planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We finally the got there. Intro. Finally got there. That was sunken treasure. So it's, good. It's, uh, someday so good. soon. Keeping it on that little, little country shuffle. Yeah. This it feels like a little sorbet too for starting the second part of this album. Really, which Total is mood another shift right album. Here. Yeah. Yep, cleanse your palate a little. Yeah. There's that that fucking lap steel though. That's old school. Yeah, he only uh, there's a tear in my Bobby. beer right now. Yeah. He only plays on a few tracks on this album. Always welcome. This reminds me of the Mermaid Session stuff that Billy Bragg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someday, someday. Should have made a documentary about the making of those records. I guess most of the drama came afterwards, but yeah. No love lost, safe yeah. to say. But great, great results. Album. Yeah. Which goes to show. I mean, there's a whole. There's, they've spawned so much just off. Of, I mean, like bands like Dawes. You ever listen to them? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yes. Like D D A W E S. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not not like the operating system. D O S. I was like, I was thinking it was like Nas or Dawes, which came out in '83. Yeah, yeah. 
No, um, does that mean does Dawes does Dawes is like the if Dawes. if uh, uh, who's the guy that wrote Running on Empty? Not enough. Hey, I can picture him. Doctor, my eyes, which is a terrible song. Doctor, in my eyes. I hate that song so bad, but he's got better ones. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it's I like if Dawes. him and the and and Wilco had a baby, it'd be like Dawes. A little does, bit of the Eagles. Does Dawes do Western Skyline? Is that one of their tunes? I thought it was a Bob Dylan song. Oh, Nashville Skyline. No. I don't know. I'm not an expert on Dawes. Okay. But I do know that he married, the lead singer from that band married Mandy Moore. And that alone, you, you're doing okay in life. She seems cool. She also figured out much too late that Ryan Adams was a douche. Good songwriter. Yeah, that's a nice little shorty. Uh, here we go, the reprise. Out of mind. Parentheses, out of sight. Kermit played on this one. Yeah, this is definitely Sesame Street right here. Yeah. This album is brought to you by the letter W. Piggy, Piggy. Come over here. Lace my capo. This is so Pet Sounds right here. This is their, this is their Pet Sounds track. Everybody gets one. You know yeah. what I mean? They get a good one. It, they used it you well here. Pull from Pet Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh... The other album I suggested, which was Mama Said, also has a reprise, The Fields yeah, of Joy's yeah, yeah. reprise. Right. It's like, you just put a little distortion, slow it down a little. Mm-hmm. Let's wander mm-hmm. slowly through the field. We did that one too, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah we did. I, Cammy, I, I didn't want to mention that yeah. too because we already shot them down with four in a row. Cammy played Fields of Joy at my wedding on the piano. It's a great second album. Yeah. Okay. Tell yeah. me. Hey, man, I stepped off. I, I went Metallica, and you're right. I was gone for the length of a Bible. <laughs> That's a great metric. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> length of a Bible. I know you don't love me. You know what, though? You could probably attribute some of this to Jay Bennett, too, because he came out of a, a like a power pop group before joining Wilco. Like He had some pretty pop tendencies himself. Yeah, the, he does get the short shrift on this one, and I think it's why he ultimately leaves the band. He's like, I can write all these fucking songs, buddy. Yeah. I just don't have your voice. I can't do the emotion. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like It's just a fine line between that the person that can and the person that can't. He's like, and the jealousy on that movie is palpable. Yeah, yes. Oh wow! He's just like, let me sing one. Like there's when section where ar- he has when they're to arguing s- over the the mix and the transition between the two songs. It is so uncomfortable because uh, oh, you gotta you gotta watch. I got yeah. I'm trying to break your heart. And they by and, Sam Jones. And he plays his solo tune. You're just like, dude, you don't have like you're. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, you don't have. It. That. It. Like, je ne sais quoi. like, I'm sorry. Like, you just don't have whatever that is. You don't have it. A little bit like the end of uh, uh, All You Need Is Love. You know? Yeah. And I was just thinking if that, maybe Paul you, had that yeah. conversation with yeah. Ringo. <laughs> you started to put that. I know you don't love me. That, that was... Correct me if I'm wrong with my Beatles shit, but they 
that was like recorded live from that satellite broadcast, right? And that's why George Harrison's guitar solo just stops in the middle because I don't know if he was just real high or what. <laughs> but listen <laughs> to All You Need Is Love. And he just sort of goes, bang, bang, at the end, of, and the end of guitar solo. That was it. Oh, this lyrically, this is the Dylan tune. All right. Track. Someone uh, else's song. Yeah, the O.C. Yeah. Maybe even a little Johnny Cash to this tune. I don't know. Listen, listen for it. Someone else's song. So you think that's by design? From uh, I mean, I think. Is it that self-aware? I, is it that meta? I, I think it is. I mean, it's called someone else's song. I, I'm, yeah. I'm in the same camp. And it. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to do a Johnny Cash, but it, I think he. He's aware. He's aware. Yeah, it's a pretty classic just country structure here. Yeah. A hint of strings back there. What the fuck yeah. is that? Is it more steel? You I didn't know I love you. I sound I like and I sound like what's his name? I mean, it's yeah. fucking in the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's not rush to it. Maybe there's a third verse. It's <laughs> the steel guitar back there doing that, holding that day. That I know it sounds yeah, I can't like tell someone else's song. song from a long time ago. Like a like an accordion reed instrument, you know, some sort of oh, oh, harmonica. No, it doesn't have that attack. Mandolin, though. Yeah, now they're okay. <laughs> Norwegian-ish. It's Finnish wood, <laughs> Dutch wood, Swedish wood. You which is the, you got the which is also wood just in the neighborhood. every Woody Guthrie song ever written. So yeah, this land gonna, is your land. I'm gonna give credit to maybe the dudes before the Beatles mm-hmm. wrote Norwegian wood, but this wood is your wood. <laughs> oh, have you seen that vigilante man? That vig- I mean, they fucking do a Woody Guthrie album right after this. I feel like maybe. Yeah, okay. this, yeah. I think the, the signs were there. Kingpin is what we just rolled into here. I love this song. Fucking love this song. It makes me happy. <laughs> I want to be your kingpin. 
living in Pekin. <laughs> it's fucking, it's funny. It's a funny song. Wig. Living in Pekin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is around when, right around when the hot lava dessert cake gets served. <laughs> yeah. Perfect position on the second album, second side. Yes. Like yeah. Deep. We're all, we're all feeling good. We're feeling this. Or second. And kind of haven't felt this vibe yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a stomp. It's but a funky. The, it's a funky. Stomp. Yeah. It's funky. You can strut. This is good strutting music, good Chris. Strutting. And it's got that over and over. I want to be your kingpin. BPM is, but whatever this BPM is, be- beating up that PM. That <laughs> <laughs> joke gave me COVID. <laughs> uh, play it. Put a hurdy gurdy back there, I think. <laughs> back to the Led Zeppelin. No. They trained a monkey to do it, though. Mm-hmm. This is it's like the precursor to the, like, I'm the man who loves you, right? This is like the prequel. Yeah. Like, this lets you know that they had that, you know. That's a baseline. Little Sly and the Family Stone. Fuck it, they're, ev- they're all over the place. They're all. This guy's everywhere. He's up at 3,000, he's down to 200, he's up to. This guy's an asshole. I like every ingredient in this stew, yeah, is right. all I gotta say. You know. And the smell of it cooking. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Smell, smell what the Wilco is cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hank, Hank, uh, hey, hey. Gallows Pole. Hey, hey, yeah. yes. Hey, hey. 
teeth in there too. Yeah, we'll see. They already had the, the, the Jim Henson vibe on the other one. <laughs> this is a Jim Henson band. Jay's doing that like Stevie Wonder shit on the with the wah on the keyboard. Is that how they do that? It sounds like he's got a wah on his. You know, on, that's the keyboard. Yeah, it's just yeah. Buddy, uh, you got the place with Dave. Buddy play. Epson? No, no. Uh, it's, it's, uh, fucking, I don't oh, know his last name. Buddy, Dave's guys. Yeah, Dave's new guy. All buddy, right. New keyboard guy that pl- replaced Butch Big. So we were out there, and uh, Carter got COVID. Oh, Carter and Stefan got COVID, and fucking, it was, because I've seen him so many times, it was fucking awesome, because the keyboardists played drums on a few tracks. They did weird arrangements of everything. Rudolph Randolph, or Randolph, I don't know, that right. guy. That guy played some slide guitar with them. They just, they had to reinvent themselves. They didn't have a drummer or a bass player. Wow. They had a keyboardist and a yeah. keyboardist that could play drums sometimes. There's a track on here where they all switch instruments. Yeah. Towards Get back to your research. Let's yeah, see. yeah. I, I, that one I didn't write down, but I remember reading about it. It's one of those bands song. where they could be like, hey, how about we all just switch and see what comes out here? And it works out. And it works out. Yeah. Get into was, oh man, more parentheses, more these parenthetical motherfuckers. Was I? This is what I was singing when I was yeah. coming up. Was I? Was in I? Your dreams, <laughs> this is definitely making like that, the, the horny dinner party. Mix. There's okay. a couple different mixes. Yes. Yeah. You know, you got different Where are we guests. at? How many? Where? Where are we at in this marathon? We got. Uh, <laughs> this is track 16 and of 19. So right. we're we're rounding three third. songs, maybe or four. Yes. No. I, I was under the impression there would be no math involved. <laughs> Leaps above the covers. Four <laughs> feet above the covers. <laughs> was sober when he made this album. How dare you? No way. Was I in your dreams? I'd like to know. Okay. Did I touch your hand? This is where Randy Newman shows up. And I was getting Randy Newman vibes early on. No, you're not wrong, I don't think. I think there's a little bit of Randy Newman in there. Even in, like, the kind of wry sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's still, he still got me. I'm still fighting. <laughs> you got me, bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Tell me why you never want to leave your little Warren Zevon, even. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that guy was also wicked funny. Warren Zevon was hilarious, but just <laughs> like dry. David Letterman's favorite person. <laughs> oh, that that checks out. Like, if David, yeah. if David Letterman was a musician, yeah. he, he'd be Warren Zevon. He did. He really loved Warren Zevon. Like, his favorite musician. I, I completely buy that. Uh, weird story. I think he also loved Wilco. He's, yeah. he's interviewed Jeff. He's there you go. Yeah. Dave backs me up on this one. Yeah. Warren Zevon. <laughs> Randy Newman. It's good. It's good company. Let's do Warren Zevon's second album, man. Sure. Come on, it's got to have something good on it. Hopefully, something about a mythical beast, <coughs> maybe, or an excitable boy, or <laughs> lawyers, guns, and money. You know. Does dreamer die when his dreams die too? 
Memes Act 2. With you. With you. Chew. <laughs> no, he's from Chicago. Dream Chew. about you. It definitely, the Chicago came out right there. I'm a dream about you. Oh, hey. Everybody. Must get stoned. It does get, this is not sound like a song written by a guy that does not smoke weed. Could be an old tune. You don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were saying there is some Tupelo stuff uh, yeah. floating around in here. There's echoes of, of songs that were written prior to this because he got, he got, on his horse right into the studio and started working on I mean I can you smell know, the we started working on playing. AM and then he then rolled right <coughs> into this thing <coughs> Rolling Stone gathers no moss you know to make a Rolling Stone parable 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 you're parable you know what I think about you're leave parable. a trail of busted stuff that's it I'm just saying I'm pretty sure this song was going to be in the film Parenthood <laughs> Steve Martin, and, but uh, Randy Newman got the he got the yeah. full gig. Yeah, he, got, yeah. he got the full gig. He got to do all of them. He does the movie songs. Yeah, that's right. My whole kidding. life is half to. The movie is killer. Deep cut also, from Parenthood. Yes. Also had it on fucking VHS. <laughs> laser disc. <laughs> no, I only own three laser discs: Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Unadultered. Yeah. OG. This is where the record company may have been right there. Like, right, you got three more tracks. This is not, they're good. Lonely One, they're all good songs. Yeah. It's like a slow burning joint. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is the dinner party. Yeah. Now everyone's like pairing off in different rooms. <laughs> yeah. It's all happened here before. Or, we're still in the same room right now, but we're eyeing. It's, like, it's, uh, it's getting, it's getting, we're picking yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, when you're done talking to him, let's. Yeah, we need a third. Over here. Need don't get a couple of <laughs> Let's go. I don't know what do you call this. It's this what do you call this, like, happy together turtles vibe? What, what do you call it? It's a little march. <laughs> gotta be, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Marchy. Yeah, it's a march. Mellow yellow. Yeah. Larry Donovan in January 60s psychedelia. It's like they depart. They put on a few dresses in this album, and, and the it's like the red eye blue sticks, the sunken treasure sticks. This dress, they're like, yeah, leave that dress on that album. It's good. It's a pretty dress. I think some of this sound is where you get those comparisons of uh, like psychedelia. You yeah, know, where there's oh, for sure. Where it's if you can you can touch the genre of where this song's coming from, like the Herman's Hermits or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but but it's like it also bends a little bit. Oh, it's for the, sure. It's the I love you. You know, uh, listen to the flower people. <laughs> You're the flower people. Yeah. Flower people didn't have a banjo solo though. This is Kermit again. Yeah. Oh, this is featuring Kermit. Goes without saying. I love that they have Muppets playing. As session musicians on this album, Muppets got mouths to feed too, you know. They play. They're fucking players. They're also, consummate performers. Got a little violin in there, a little fiddle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which, funny enough, people didn't know Gonzo played. They didn't know he, <laughs> they didn't know he played an instrument. Fiddle. Obviously. It's my, 
secret desire to just become an awesome violin player so I can play with any band. Right? They're just like, what's the violin player doing? Dapper Jones used to have a violin player. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. South African. Yep. You can fucking South African. You can sit in with anyone and instantly yeah. You're always like, welcome. Everyone's yeah, you're like, always welcome. oh, this makes it better. Yeah. Because it's like one of the closest instruments, like the human voice, with like the vibrato you can put in it and the emotion you can ring out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think violins are here to stay. You heard it here first. Yeah. And you don't want to stay too long, too, though. You just like, you're just like, coming hey, in for No, you dip in. Yeah. That's the best part about being violin. You, you don't have to play the whole show. I'm here three for, songs. I'm here for three songs and one album. Uh-huh. And I'm out. Three <laughs> the old, songs. The old boy All Tinsley. the free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I can. And then my boyfriend's going to pick me up and we're going to go see a fucking opera. Yeah. That's the life. You think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's a really great Mariners game going on with uh, Steve-O and <laughs> I'm like my phone just like my pockets go, I'm like guys I'm trying to fucking focus I get that you're at a Mariners game doing boys. Wilco right now doing Wilco wouldn't you want listen to Jay go Their current lineup features two keyboardists at any time. Three, like, there's three guitarists sometimes. The two key, there's the one, like, the utilitarian dude that's got the blonde, weird little mop top. Yeah, he's like the so, cute one. Yeah, he plays, like, <laughs> he keyboards, like, guitar. He looks like he's 15. Like, he yeah. plays the, the third instrument on anything. Yeah. So you got Nils, you got Jeff always playing guitar. Then you got the full time keyboardist, and you got the dude that's like, I play keyboard, bass, and guitar, Whatever and I play needed. acoustic guitar, and I play tambourine sometimes. And good to have a guy like that. In the but band. man, but the the sound wall they create. Yeah, and I I think with this band that that it, especially with this album, and then as a, a model for the next few albums, being a multi instrumentalist was important. And then that also probably made a little bit of uh, uneasiness through some of the other multi-instrumentalists who were either lot coming or going, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, because it's like, oh, that person, you know, like you say, has it, doesn't yeah. have it. And but Jay could play they're the taking, piano. They're taking my job. I think if Jay just played the piano, he'd have been fine. Jay wanted to fucking, he wanted to write songs and sing. He had ambition, you know? He wanted to fucking sing, which you can't blame him. He just... Trying to get his shine, you know? The lonely one, the numeral one, by the way. The lonely one. All of Troy's here with his strings. He brought it. He brought it. (laughs) Fuck you. on this no Kermit <laughs> after the show you walked right past arms reached out for your autograph 
And as you flashed your backstage pass, I caught your eye with the camera's flash. It stood behind you Symbols crashed The lights went blue You stood alone In the halo's haze Shining guitar Hung on gold I made And you You were the lonely one You were the lonely one. It's up there with uh, like Shooting Star by uh, who did Shooting Star? It was a bad company. Who did Shooting Star? Don't you? You know the story of the the, the, the artist? Yeah, climbs the ranks. Didn't yeah, but you know they're that? sad inside. Yeah, uh, Johnny was a young Johnny was a schoolboy. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Or is that the same one? Yeah. It's Bad Company. Don't, right? you, Don't know? you know? Bad Company, bad company that's Don't right. Don't you know? Yeah. We were trying to think so of that last time. When the critics pan, I write in your defense. Music critics' perspective. I understand uh-huh. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. When I get home, Turn off the alarm. Peter Gabriel does a first-person type song, but it's about a guy who wants to assassinate the president or like the governor or something like that. <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a strong narrative device, yeah. and obviously they have the instrumentation toned down on this atmospheric a bit, not so much rhythmic, just more supporting the the, the storytelling, mm-hmm. you know. And it can go south if you, it can. If yeah, I tried yeah. to do a song like this, it would tank terribly. Yeah. Um, he's got. He's got. Uh, it seems like endless res- reservoir. You know, uh, with rivers Cuomo, rivers run deep. You know, <laughs> uh, where it's just like fucking. There's a shit. You know, yeah. he, he feels like he has this endless well that he's able to draw from perspectives. Uh, Types of songs, influences that he's coming from, and it all feels like, yeah, I'm gonna take a full, intentional swing at this. You know, none of this album seems like it was mailed in, or maybe some of the tracks you could say are stronger than others, but they all they all hold up. You know, there's not a, a hole in the album, and that's crazy for such a long album too. Yeah, and he, you could see him fighting for every song, willing to take the six hundred thousand dollar hit, which <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sure. May have seemed like a $60,000 hit at the time. Whatever. Right, right. Like a... Yeah, this is what I want to put this out. Is, this is the album I want to make. Gotta live with it. And we, we made it to the end. Dreamer in my dreams. It's the last song. Dreamer in my dreams. We're taking a long, upbeat outro. Litter. Yeah, good call. They brought you down. Send you off happy. Dude, this is like the faces or something. Could you hear like George, Rod Stewart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Georgia satellites. <laughs>
too. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's swing this room and well, get the fuck out. Sweaty. Yeah, this is this has got a Maggie May feel. Yeah. Even the way he's singing, he's throwing a little rasp in it. And he can, he can holler. This guy's yeah, a holler. Yes. I don't think there could have been a better question than... We're gonna hear some influences. <laughs> You're just like, like, what are you, what are you hearing always, right now? They always They're do. Just, uh, it's like a musical journey. But it truly is. Like, it's just like right there. I, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought to look at it through that lens. And it's just fucking delightful to look at it through the influence lens. This album, because it's just so fucking broad. Yeah, it's all over the place. Maybe more than anyone that we've covered this. Is pulling from so many spots. Yeah, maybe, maybe like that Dua Lipa album. Honestly, yeah, this is another one that's real diverse, and it's yeah. or the Lenny Kravitz one. Lenny Kravitz, yeah, bring yeah, it that... back around there. I, I'm gonna say Billy Squire too, though nobody's <laughs> ever heard that episode. But he did. He would be a case for not necessarily. That's pulling how it off when it goes wrong. Upon closer inspection, when keeping it real goes wrong. Starring Billy Squire. Billy when, Squander. When, <laughs> when wanting to... You ex- need to stop. You need to stop. Okay. I can experiment, but I'm not talented enough to pull it off. Right. Stick to rock sex Just pants. Stroke it. Let's clean this up. Oh, take me out, Big JB. Straight yeah. <laughs> on home. Sing it. When Goose was singing right before you. Oh, yeah. Take me to bed or lose me forever. <laughs> Show me the way home. Ain't nothing but a hoot nanny going on right now. Sweaty porch, man. God This is a live take, right? This yeah. is they're all in the same room doing this. this. It's almost and I saw her standing there too. Yeah. It's just yeah. classics within classics. We're halfway yeah, through the song. Where are they going to take it? <laughs> they can break it down a couple more times. I feel like they're not going to do a crazy psychedelic disjoined, uh, you know, anti bridge. No, hard to do in that in that live Just like a, situation. A haunting cough, laugh, slap, stop right. playing your instruments one at a time. So. Oh, that Mike Garson uh, solo from like the, the Aladdin Sane. Yeah. It was, it was one take, and they're like, "Are we? Are we, <laughs> are we done? Are we fucking done?" Yeah. 
couldn't freak out on the last song. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> we gonna stop. No, no. Go again. Go again. Oh, we got a whole nother verse. He's like, fuck all y'all. He said it wasn't <laughs> safe to go back in the water. Uh, Jeez. Only imagine. He just said, "I'm fucking leaving," and they're just like, "Uh huh." He had to do the James Brown like twice. You know, he already had the cape over, made to whip it off, and come back to the microphone. It's almost like one microphone, right? Like, right? Cowboy Junkie style. Just gotta figure out who gets the last word, you know. Devil. Yeah. Just blows that, a cough. That was Lucifer. That's it. That's how you do it, though. That's a good album. That barely felt like a double. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're still hanging up. Yeah, they can't even. They can't let it go. The mic's still on. <laughs> Let's kick Clarence out of the band. <laughs> One, two, three, Whoa, hold on. Right on, Paul. I think we're into the next album. Uh, the deluxe yeah, cuts. Yes. I got to hold in my pocket. <laughs> the deluxe cuts. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't even talk about Jeff Tweedy and the Oopiates. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, these, uh, this goes deep. Big, yeah, this big, is... Big, big, big. It's a great second album because it re- it's, uh, it's a... Maybe I called it pablo honey but really it's 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 uh the, the next one uh you know the, fuck it you know the good one? yeah yeah we covered it we did <laughs> yeah it's you know what it's i'm seeing the similarities it's the bends it's, it's the birth like, of like what they are and yeah. and that's why i think it, there's the there is a parallel not sonically but uh, uh where they are in their career with paul spiritually Deke, uh, you know yeah like they, it's long it's it's i it's thought the it real was, meet the real beasties meet the real yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, fucking killer call, man. I was I wasn't sure where this was gonna go. I was a little bit timid coming in because uh, it is a big one to tackle. It's long, but fucking fun as hell, man. Good, yeah. good selection. It's a good right. hang. Yeah, I felt mature. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end where I started. Just felt like right. It was a pleasure to listen to it again in its entirety and just talk it through because it's pretty fucking strong yeah like you said in, in the in the i mixes as well so like come back and listen to the whole is it's good remember where you gotta remember where 
it also for them for them to produce this on their own they didn't have the um we set all our amps at the same tone there's only five instruments here you know one being the voice and ready go album we don't have to touch the dials anymore every song was like a custom mix you know bespoke bespoke everyone yeah yeah you you just you bespoke the truth <laughs> uh, I be spoken the truth all the time. <laughs> Gary Britt, you ain't never lie. Hmm. Um, and so that's that's a feat to take on. They could they could have fucked this up on so many levels, in so many opportunities, and in so many ways. And it not only didn't fuck it up, but actually made something really fucking choice. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate. Uh, I thought that I needed to talk about Southern Music Hall Harmony Companion, but I think this is even a better choice for me. I think it's a a lot of overlap. Really? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I yeah. think they're they're birds of a feather. Is that a crow's joke? I don't know. <laughs> it feels like it. Could be. Shit. Feels like it. Birds I won't tell any more jokes on this episode. Shit, man. Maybe Troy, you join us on the next episode. Love you guys. Good night. Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network.